being emotionally neutral in the sales process is one of the coolest ways that you can close deals that most people don't know and they don't understand. Once you understand being emotionally neutral in a sales process, you will definitely close more deals this year. Every single message you deliver is really a sales call. Either you are selling or being sold. Salespeople love to brag about their skills. And the truth is, your success in closing sales depends on your skills, your abilities, and finding the right training. And the great news is, you have come to the right place here at The How to Sell Show with your hosts, Dale Bell and Scott Sylvanbell. And be sure to join the party at howtosell.live and download your copy of The 10 Common Mistakes Salespeople Make. Aloha from Sacramento, California. Today, today is a good day. Today, we are going to talk about a cool concept when it comes to being in sales and a sales style of closing, and it's called being emotionally neutral in a sales process. And I want to let you know from the very beginning, uh, this is more of an advanced technique. This is more of an advanced strategy. So if you're new to sales, cool, you can check it out, you can listen. But I wouldn't say that you're going to be prepared for it because it's going to take some work and effort on your part. And what I want to let you know is this is one type of sales style. It doesn't mean it's the only type of sales style. It's just another way or another strategy that you can have to close deals. And sometimes when I work with salespeople, they'll think like, hey, you know, I got to use this this technique on every sales call. Sometimes when I work with salespeople, they'll say, well, like I, I got to use this strategy on every sales call that I run. My answer is you don't have to. It's just a different way to close deals. If I had to explain it, it would be it would be a hybrid version of you being confident, but at the same time not caring about what happens in the call. And I'm going to have to explain that further because it can be a little bit confusing when you hear that. So you go into the call and you have ambivalence towards whether you close the deal or not. It's almost like you don't care. It's very relaxed. It's very chill. And because of this, this type of sales process uh, is going to really be based upon closing at the end through follow-ups. This isn't this, this technique, when used right, will close you a significant amount of deals and follow-ups. And I know this goes against every grain of what traditional sales teaches about like, you gotta close while you're there, always be closing, make the close happen. I'm gonna tell you it's completely counterintuitive. And I, I wanna put like all these warnings on the very beginning because not all the time do salespeople agree and say, hey, I'm gonna use this or I'm gonna try this or I'm even gonna think about it. Like they're like, yeah, I don't, I, that's not my style. And so there are certain buyers that no matter what you do and no matter what you say, they're going to talk to other people. They're going to get other bids. They're going to think about things. And the harder that you work to try to close them, the more that you're pushing them away. I can share with you that I've sat through enough deals and I've watched enough people. And this play is the, the term that I'm going to use for it, is a technique that a lot of top salespeople use, but they won't ever explain it to you. Like they, they do it intuitively and uh, they don't pick up on what's going on. And so from watching the ping pong match, from, from being in the audience that I am, uh, when I ride with a salesperson, I, like I've been taking notes for 10 years and I've seen quite a few closers use this type of technique. They just never put a label to it. They never put a name to it. and They never really thought about what they were doing. I, I want to make sure that you understand 
that I'm saying like, look, this is a different type of sales style. This is a, a new way for you possibly to look at closing a deal. And it doesn't make it the only way. It doesn't make it like, hey, my way that I'm telling you on this for being emotionally neutral in a sales process means you have to go out and close every deal this way. I am saying though, there are times where we use a strategy like this on purpose. I do have to lay some ground rules on how you would make this strategy work. First, anytime that you meet with a buyer and that buyer uh, has had other proposals, talked to other people, gotten bids, looked at other sources of getting something done, it doesn't matter what the other salespeople have said. It doesn't matter what their offer. What, what you have to offer is the right answer. What they have to offer is irrelevant. It doesn't matter what they've said. doesn't matter what they've done. You just got to look at it like, hey, I'm the expert. So it does definitely take some confidence for you to make something like this happen. You got to work towards your favor. Now, with that being said, you as a pro, you as a professional salesperson, you know what the buyer is up against for your industry. You know what other salespeople are like. You know what other companies are like. You, you know to a large extent what they're going to do and the games that they play. You're going to use their own strategy against them in your sales presentation. So, you know, when someone says, hey, look, I'm, I'm, I'm getting other bids. I'm talking to other people. You know, your whole thing is like, yeah, okay, no big deal. Um, no sweat off my back. And like, you'll see a shocked look in the buyer's eyes. You will see people kind of, they're like, what just happened? I was expecting there to be a fight. Because as as buyers roll stuff out like that, and they don't make a lot of purchases, they're, they're expecting a fight. They're expecting, you know, the salesperson to give a ton of pushback and a ton of like, you know, here's what you got to do. I'm going to make sure that you're closed today. So like when you're like, yeah, I don't, I don't, yeah, okay, no big deal. What they do is they they kind of like they loosen up, but they it's they're in a daze for a couple of seconds, and you know that you got this right when they go into a daze, and they're they're like I I don't know what to do with that. Okay, well your next step is to do what I like to refer to as a bear trap, and what you're going to do in a bear trap is you are going to explain what other salespeople are going to do, and and you're going to make fun of them. And if you look at like the dating, the pickup artists of 2010-ish, 2013, 2014, you know, they, they coined a term of negging. You're going you're gonna to say a negative statement and you're going to say, yeah, I understand. You know, they have a trainer that teaches that that's what you got to do. You have to, you have to uh, ask for the sale a thousand times or you got to push people to make agreements with you. Or you could say something along the lines of like, whew, you know, I bet you've been in this for a while with the type of salespeople that you've had to deal with. And, you know, people may come back and go, let me tell you a story. And it's going to be a rapport story. And you're just going to kind of laugh. And like sometimes people will say, well, you know, the last guy that I talked to told me that I had to make a decision today. And then you may fire back and go, you want to know why they did that? And then the buyer's going to say, yeah, I do want to know why they did that. And you're just going to totally say, hey, look, you know, that's because they don't really have a good product. That's because they don't have a good service. I mean, potentially it could be that they're, that's their type of training that they have, you know, in, in every industry, there's trainers that crisscross the country and teach people, this is how you got to do to close sales. And it's a canned presentation. I've been in the game long enough to know that, you know, in real life, that's not how things work. They're doing it for pretends I'm doing it for real. And so you can combine a whole bunch of word tracks in this process. And because so many salespeople get caught up in the outcome of a sales presentation when they're presenting, you could feel the pressure start to mount towards the end of the call. You could feel the anxiety of the buyer going up and saying, hey, there's a price coming 
And, uh, you know, I, I don't know what I'm going to do and I don't know how I'm going to act. Well, if you're remaining in no, emotionally neutral and you're not getting wrapped up in all this stuff, then what's going to happen is it is going to help relax the buyer. Now, remember, this is not a sell style for everybody. This is an advanced sell strategy. You know, just because you're looking at it, you're thinking like, I don't know if I could do that. doesn't mean it's not right for you. It doesn't mean that you have to use it. I'm just a different technique or a different strategy for you to use. You can be panicked completely on the inside doing this, but you have to remain calm on the outside. And your vocal pitch and tone matters, how you talk matters, and you have to remain the same person through the entire time. So at the beginning of your sales process, so the people's like, I'm getting other bids, and you say like, look, I don't care. If you turn into Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde towards the end, and like all of a sudden you do care, like this isn't going to work for you. This strategy will completely fall apart the more pushy you get towards the end. You know, buyer comes to you, I'm getting other bids. I'm talking to other people. I'm still gathering information. Like you, like here's a couple of different things you could say. I'm like, yeah, okay, cool. No big deal. Like I, I, I don't, whatever you want to do is fine with me. I don't care. That has nothing to do with me. How you make your decisions is all up to you. No, that's okay. You're going to call me back and move forward with me getting business anyway. And so it's like a mix of, you know, just ambivalence. Like it's not, it's not super important to me. Whether I close this deal or not is super important to me. And you're going to find one of the things that happens when you do a sales strategy like this is people will start pulling towards you. They'll, they'll open up a little bit differently with you. They'll build rapport with you differently because like they don't know how to take it. They're like every other salesperson that I've met with in my life is pushing towards the deal and wanting this deal to happen. And I have to do the deal. And like, you really don't care. Well, I mean, like I do care. I want to get to see the right thing done for you. I do want you to move forward with the right company. I do want you to move forward with the right product. I do want you to have the right install. Uh, but at the end of the day, I can't force you to do anything. I'm not going to force you to do anything. And it's really weird. The magnetism that people have, they may be very aggressive with you in the beginning and then towards the end of the call, they, they, they turn and they're like, I don't know why you're making this so easy for me. And there's been times in sales presentations where I have done this or I've watched other salespeople do it. Like the people just totally lower their guard. They're like, you know what? I don't even want to talk to other people. You've made this so easy for me. I'm just going to go ahead and move forward. I'm just going to get it done. But you have to remove any form of neediness from your sales presentation. You have to ditch always be closing. If I, I, I promise you this, and this type of sales presentation, if it feels like it's needy, then one of the things that's going to happen is that person's going to look and go, something's not right here. Something's not right. And like with you being emotionally neutral, like it's, it's one of the weirdest things that you will have in a sales process of seeing buyers just completely open up with you. Now, I want to point out a danger. When I say emotionally neutral, I, I mean emotionally neutral towards the sale. I don't mean emotionally neutral like you're a robot and you have nothing going on and nothing ever going on. Everything else, your emotions are there. You, you talk, you laugh, you use vocal inflection, you use vocal pitch and tone, you know, you smile, you have a personality, but when it comes to closing the sale, it doesn't really matter. It's not that big of a deal. Like if that sale closes, it's not that it's not an issue for you. Now, I told you from the very beginning that this type of sales process is going to be something that's not for somebody who's beginning. So if you're brand new to sales, you can watch for your closers to do this. You can watch and see like, oh, I see what's going on. That closer is completely emotionally neutral when it comes to closing the deal and making the sale 
but they have tons of personality during the sales presentation. They are a real person during the sales presentation, but the one thing that they do is they do an emotional detachment against or away from the sale. So it's just like two people talking at a bar. It's like two people having a dinner. Like, you know, hey, how was your dinner? It was good. It was fantastic. Hey, I really want you to get this product. It's good. It's fantastic. I, I will say that as a salesperson, the more strategies that you have to make you real to the buyer, that make you real to your client, makes it easier to make a sale. And as salespeople learn to do sales, one of the things that happens is they learn salesperson language. And salespeople language is not like me and you talking language. And what will happen is a buyer will meet somebody, salesperson goes in and they build rapport and they have a conversation like, oh, you like football? I like football. Oh, you like cars? I like cars. If they want to build, you know, rapport with me, they're going to say, oh, you like big wave surfing? I like big wave surfing. Oh, you like women's beach Brazilian volleyball? I like that too. Like then, then what happens as soon as the salesperson goes into the sales presentation, one of the things that happens is they're no longer using the normal language pattern that they had and it completely changes. So, I'm going to give you just a crazy example. Let's say that you meet somebody and you're like me and and we're just, we're sitting down and I'm talking to you. All of a sudden I have a, a Southern twang. You're like, where'd that Southern twang come from, Scott? And I said, I don't know what you're talking about. I've had this Southern twang the whole time I've been talking to you. Then you're like, no, wait a minute. I, I literally just talked to you for 30 minutes and you didn't have a Southern twang. No, I promise you I have a Southern twang you would recognize this. This is the thing that happens to a buyer. So a salesperson who can stay emotionally neutral and not freak out what ha to what happens in the sales process is the person who's going to, they're going to close a bunch of deals. But like I, I shared with you, some of these deals are going to have to happen through follow-up and it's going to take a good strategy. It's going to take a good series of text messages, phone calls, emails, keeping information in the CRM. There is, there are buyers to use this with. There are people to use this with. So like if, if you watch professional sports like football, like the, the quarterback goes to the huddle and calls a play. This is what we're going to do. We're going to do a running game. We're going to, we're going to throw the ball. Like this is what you need to know as a salesperson. You need to have multiple plays to meet with multiple buyers. Being emotionally neutral is one of those. Having the ability to take yourself out of the sales process and just be yourself like you're not even talking about a product or service to sell. And then now you're, you're you, your personality, fantastic. One of the problems that you may face is this is not time for you to be like a, a stand-up comedian and say, okay, I'm going to be emotionally neutral about my product or service, but I'm going to go overboard with personality. Like, no, no, no. You need to be you. You, you need to be you. You could use humor. You can have fun. But what you're not going to do is you're not going to make up the difference on having the emotions about the cell in your personality. You're just, you're going to be you. One of the things that you're going to find is now that I've explained what emotionally neutral in the world of sales is, you're going to start recognizing how many times that you're around salespeople that are closing deals that you may not have like, how did that salesperson close that deal? If it was me, I probably would have lost it. Well, chances are good. They were able to take this, this element of being emotionally neutral in a sales process and that's the thing that helped them close the deal. So like salespeople will do a ride along and I'll do a debrief. And I'm like, hey, what happened on the ride along? And the salesperson will go, hey, that sales guy said everything that I would say. I'm doing everything that he's doing. And it's like, no, 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 you're not. Like what you're not recognizing is this. Let me explain to you emotionally neutral. And they're like, oh my goodness, 
Now I see what was going on. I would have been completely emotional about losing the deal or the possibility of losing the deal or the problems with the deal. And that closer, that performer, that top salesperson, just it didn't bother them. It, it's like in the inside, it probably freaked them out. But on the outside, you couldn't tell. They, were, they, were, they had a good poker face. Your ability to close deals comes from your ability to keep your emotions in check. And you know, the good news for you is most salespeople, they'll never even take the time to think about how to make this, this uh, strategy happen. So you can close some extra deals this year. You can make a few extra dollars or a lot of extra dollars from following this process. But remember, it is more of an advanced strategy and you may have to put some work and some effort towards it. Thanks for checking out this episode of the How to Sell Show. You can join the party at howtosell.live to get the show notes, links, updates on new episodes, recordings of previous episodes, articles, as well as videos. You may not know this sales secret, but sharing this episode with a friend will bring you good luck. See you soon. Mahalo.